This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa. On this podcast, we journey together in learning how to feel healthy, look good, and plan lives we actually like in the midst of all the everyday chaos. I'm so glad you're here. And today I'm back with my very good friend, Katie Duckett. And she wanted to come on the show today, actually, because she was like, I've got so many things to share about the things that have been happening in my heart and my life with Thanksgiving and things about their move and having older kids and all of that. She just had so much goodness pouring out of her that it was just the perfect time to just be like, let's hit record and have a conversation about it and show it to all of you guys. I think it's a really fun episode. It's a really sweet episode. We talk a lot about purpose as moms and people who keep homes, whether you have a job outside the house or inside the house or you don't work at all like any of us don't work at all if we're moms, right? I mean, I get it. But you know what I'm getting at here. Like we all have this purpose in our kids' lives and creating a safe space for them and a place to launch them out into the world and fill them up with a ton of goodness. And we go into all of those things on this episode. I think it's just like, if you just want a good hang, listen, like with me and Katie, being a part of it, we would love to have you let us know what you think, like message us on Instagram, comment in the show notes, anything like that. We would love to hear your things, how you are filling into your kids' lives this season or any time of year, what you're doing to be able to launch them and then when they come back being able to fill them up well and launch them back out again like we would love to hear what you guys are doing because I think that we can all continue to learn from each other and form this community and speaking of community we've got a lot of great things going on in patreon right now I just absolutely love our patreon ladies I keep waiting for them to get sick of me showing up for live videos three times a week but they keep coming and we keep having all all of these great conversations. Right now, we are really steeped in planning season. You guys, it's like my favorite season of the year because I get to think about what planner I want to use for 2024 and how I'm going to reflect on the last year, which we talk about a little bit in this episode and we will definitely be getting into in future episodes over the next month. But we are just really steeped in that planning culture right now over in Patreon. We are about to launch our December challenge which you get points for different things that we have assigned that are very low bar items, but are things that actually make a really big difference in your life and in your month. Like in November, if you listen to our podcast from last week, I talk about how we had a challenge to read a book that was a personal development book for at least 10 minutes a day, intentionally move our bodies for 10 minutes a day, and to have our sink be clear by the time we went to bed. Just three very simple things that really don't take all that much time, but man, were they game changers to our overall days. And so we are going to vary up the challenge a little bit for December. It is a competition. You do earn points and there is a winner at the end. So it's really fun. It adds a little bit of extra accountability and extra fun to it. But it has been such a great thing for our community. And if you would like to be a part of that upcoming challenge and all of the goodness of all the planning stuff that we have coming throughout this month and into January in 2024 and beyond, then come over and join us on Patreon. We would love to have you there. Just go to patreon.com slash livewelltogether. It is such a fun community. It's a great place to get to know other like-minded ladies and really kind of be able to challenge yourself to really get after living well anyway. All right, without further ado though, let's dive into this episode with me and my good friend, Katie Duckett. Welcome, Katie. Hi. Okay, we've had some episodes before where we were like, let's just press record and see what happens. <laughs> and this is definitely one of those. New level. This is a new level. Yeah. 
but you came to me and you're like, I got stuff to talk about. I was like, yeah. okay. So here we yeah. are. Here we are. Yeah. yeah. You want so me to how, just- well, yeah. I mean, how was your Thanksgiving? Tell me all the things. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I wanted to, to talk about because you guys all know who've listened right when I've been on the show previously, like I've, I've shared a lot and this last year has just been one that's like upended our lives. And here was our first Thanksgiving in the Midwest. Yeah, It was our first Thanksgiving with Jack in college and coming home for the holiday. It was my first Thanksgiving ever without my family, like my, my extended, what am I trying to say? My siblings, my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's our year with like in-laws and everybody goes to their in-laws, we always still get together the day after or the Saturday after and we do something else. I've never had a Thanksgiving holiday celebrated without them. Yeah. But for this one. So it was like a ton of firsts. And I sort of went into it feeling like, okay, game time. Like I'm here. I've like, Lord, you've brought me here this, I believe that you've, you've led our family to this place. Let's go. Like, what, what am I supposed to do here? What is, why, why am I here? Let's, let's do it. And so coming off of Thanksgiving last week, I just feel like it was like purpose is the word I just want to underline about last week. I just Mm -hmm. felt so much purpose. And I feel like there's all these lessons that I want to like pull out of that. And so I just want to like talk, like talk about it because I think it's applicable. A, it's applicable for each one of us to evaluate how did the holidays go? Because everybody listening is most likely a woman, right? Yeah, prob- probably. Can <laughs> I say that? Unless it's like the the random one where your brother has listened. <laughs> oh my gosh. That we was so pretty safe. I think there will. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Yeah. So most likely a woman, possibly um, a wife, a mother, like all of those things. And so I just want to speak to that commonality and say, like, there are some truths, some truisms about that role. And one thing that I'm really extrapolating from this whole last year is that our optimism matters, how we Mm. look at our life and how we choose to see the circumstances that we're sitting in makes a huge difference to our family. I'd even go so far as to say that the spirit that I have is an anchor for my family and Mm -hmm. I can choose to sink my family or I can choose to give it stability and float here in this place (laughs) and figure it out because they are watching and whether or not they know they're watching, my mood dictates almost everything that happens within the home. And, um, that I think those are just facts like that it's just it's just the way it is and um and so that's something to own and that's something to evaluate and it's something to to make a priority in our lives because we have people that we are given to love well and the evaluation process is part of it so that's kind of where i'm coming from with this i'm just kind of talking out loud but yeah. i think it's an important process for all of us to embark on like In terms of like planning for the new year, I always think it's important to be reflecting on the previous. Like that that's how I plan is usually I write down what I've done and then I cross it off because I (laughs) I would rather not set myself up for disappointment. Even when I've homeschooled, that's what I do is I write down what we've actually accomplished. It just makes me feel like I've done something. So Well, and I think that coming at it from that perspective, like you're saying, writing down what you have done, because this is the first year I'm going into New Year's and this isn't even our New Year's episode. We will definitely have that episode in a few weeks where we are talking about like our goals and plans and words and all that stuff. But as long as we're here, because this is a topic that came up in Patreon just yesterday, I was looking back through my power sheets from last year and I have opted to not do power sheets this year. And looking back at this last year and the planning that I was doing a year ago, I nearly threw my power sheets across the room. I was like, this is going to sink me if I look at everything that I planned to accomplish and didn't and everything that 
I set this bar for myself that I did not reach and all the things I thought I would have answers on and thought I would have pulled together and it didn't happen. And it just felt like this book of negativity. (laughs) And for me, like coming out of this last week and like you were saying with Thanksgiving and all of that and starting to look towards New Year, I am more going like, you know what? You need to give yourself a freaking break and like have a fresh start. Like stop looking at everything you could have done and you should have done and you wish you would have done by now and just like start from here. Start from here and go forward. Like just like wipe the slate clean and figure out what you really want to do moving forward because Mm -hmm. all of this looking back is not serving me. But Mm -hmm. maybe if I looked at it in the way of like what I have gotten done, but even for me in this place, it is hard for me to do that because when I look at what I have gotten done, I always think, but you could have done more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably just part of my personality and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm in counseling. So (laughs) well, and it's also, I think it's important you surround yourself with people who can speak into your life and like, you're saying that and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, but don't forget your January, February, March and all you accomplished. You had your head down and you went after that audio book. Yeah, right? that was jan- just that. January. That was just January. Yeah, so everything fell apart after January. <laughs> but don't forget January and don't forget yeah. what you learned about how you plan and that you do well when you have everything orchestrated minute yeah. by minute. You do well. Like you learned that. You really yeah. put that into practice in the beginning of the year. So writing down and remembering what you did and what you did well, and even things that maybe they don't seem like much, but when you write it down and you have an accumulation of successes. Yeah, that's that's a motivator. And if you can't remember it, then put yourself next to somebody who can. Yeah, surround yourself with people who who do see your life and do uplift. And I think that that that's important for all of us, but it's especially important as a mom. That's what we're to do for our kids. Mm -hmm. And having an adult child come home. Oh, I felt it poignantly. Like I have sent him out into the world. Granted, his world is a small Christian college, (laughs) (laughs) but he is away from us. And if you just think about hugs, like Mm -hmm. those kids, they're depleted of hugs. Yes. Right. I hugged Roman the other day because I like, I always feel like, okay, Side note here for a second, and we're just going to dive in on this hug thing. We happened to watch this movie this weekend, too. Do you remember? I'm sure you don't. In the movie, As Good As It Gets. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Okay. So she's a single mom. And at one point, she's crying. And she's saying, and I feel so bad for Spence, her son, because I know I hug him more than like he should have to hug me. And I that has always played through my mind being a single mom. Like, am I hugging them more than they should have to hug me because I'm lonely and whatever. And I always like feel that, especially with Roman being my son and the oldest and he's like the man of the house and all of that. And so I went to give him a hug and I told him, I was like, that movie, that line is already, is it always has like kind of plagued me. Like, do I force you into that? And he goes, oh, mom, like, I actually have been feeling the need for more hugs. And I was oh, like, oh, bring it in. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. And he just like held on. Like he didn't want to let go. And it was like, oh. okay, well, then I will give more hugs if you need more hugs. For yeah. Sure. Well, and I would, I would just go out on a limb and say all of our teenage boys, especially girls, I think can hug other girlfriends more easily, but yeah. boys, Especially they need those hugs. Yeah. And like Ash and I have had this conversation about how how much he needs hugs and wants hugs. That's something lingering from his childhood where he, he wasn't hugged. Mm. And like he kind of opened that door of vulnerability. And once we've talked about it, like we can't give enough hugs. Like he's yeah. gonna walk in the room and say, hug, and I'll be like, hug. And we <sighs> We've tried to hit eight a day, like that we've set a little record for or a little goal for ourselves. 
but hugs are critical. And if you do any research on hugs, like it's a thing, your immune system, like your body really needs to be hugged. Yeah. It actually helps you to regulate your nervous system. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. your digestion is everything is better when you're hugged we are made to hug yeah and having Jack come home and realizing like how many hugs has he gotten since he's been gone like very 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 very, maybe none other than the time that I went down to visit him and came back and I hugged him a lot while I saw (laughs) it and so that even if they look like an adult they act like an adult they're doing great they have need of that safe haven of home where they're hugged, their laundry is done, they're fed their favorite foods, all of their comforts are there. And I knew I would, I knew I would love this stage of mothering because I've always paid attention to those details. I know for each one of my people, like what those things will be. Mm -hmm. Always looking like what's their favorite cookie? What's their favorite blanket? What temperature do they like their room? What are their favorite scents? Like, I love those kind of details about people. And so I was so ready. I was so armed and prepared. But I realized as I was setting the, the place for him, like it is for a purpose. It is so that he comes home and he is restored so that he yeah. can go out. it's not so that I can keep him. And it's yeah. not so home is better than there. It's to fill him up so that he can get back out and do the work that he has ahead. And that made me really emotional to think like, Oh, it's not to keep him like the wrong goal. That isn't, I'm not trying to compete with where he is now and make him think, Oh, home is so much better. No, it's really just to, to give them that respite in a hard, cold world that they're mm-hmm. out. That they, and so it's the same is true every night when Scott comes home or when my kids come home from working hard. That's what home is supposed to be, mm. is that place where they're seen and known and taken care of so that. So that it's yeah. not an indulgent thing, but it's a purposeful thing. Okay, ladies, we are going to take a really quick second to talk about a brand new sponsor of the podcast that I am very excited about. It is Revive 7. Okay, I am adoring Revive 7 products because you guys know that I love my makeup. I love my skincare and all that kind of thing. And what Revive 7 does is kind of mix the two together. So their product that I'm obsessed with is their Sculpt Brow. It's actually three products in one box. So you get their Sculpt Brow Gel, their Sculpt Brow Tint, and their Sculpt Brow Pencil. They're packaged so well. Like their pencil, which actually winds up so it self-sharpens. It's a really skinny tip. So you can get in there and really make the little lines to fill out your brows and make them look really natural and nice. On the other end of that, there's a spoolie so that you can be brushing your brows to get them exactly the way you want them to be. Then they also have an amazing brow gel that actually goes on white. So it could seem a little scary, but within a minute, it dries completely clear and it's a way of getting your brows exactly in the place that you want them. So you can completely laminate them if you want to. You can just get them into a shape that you want to be able to hold. It works so well and it's in fused with their award-winning Revive 7 Brow Serum. So you're not only getting your brows to look the way that you want them to just for the day, you're actually nourishing them so that they can maybe grow back if you've done a little over plucking in the 90s. I know, ladies, what that was like. Or if you want to create a really dramatic look or whatever, you're going to be able to nourish your brows to be what you want them to be in the long haul as well by just doing what you would do anyway by filling out your brows. For me, if I don't have my brows, on, I'm feeling a little naked. And so I love this product that has all of the things because then in addition to the pencil and the brow gel, they also have a tint, which is really cool because it's a brush on one end and then on the other end is the little pot of color that is actually attached to the same little brush utensil. It's ingenious. So you just open up that little pot, dab the brush in, and you can fill in the larger areas that maybe you have some missing hairs. Like for me, they've always said, stop over plucking the main area of your eyebrows and I was like I've never plucked it and by the way you pluck a chicken you tweeze your brows but this tint allows me to fill in those larger areas where I just need to put like a large amount of color to fill them in and make them feel fuller and less sparse 
I absolutely love this kit. I have been using it every single day. It is so good, and I think that you ladies should go check it out. So head over to revivescience.com and use the code LIVEWELL10 to save 10% off your order. This would make a great gift for any teens in your life or for yourself or your sister-in-law or your best friend. It's a really good one, and you can get 10% off, again, by going to revivescience.com and using the code LIVEWELL10. Well, 10. Check it out. Yeah. And so this has just been heavy on my mind. And I've been searching different scriptures that talk about that, that posture of the heart. Mm-hmm. And I've just felt more and more filled up by this concept that this is my purpose and moving our home from the comfort that it was in Washington. We'd been there over 20 years to somewhere completely new. I felt like it exposed so what is home then? Like what, what is it? And what is my job to create? It's a, I don't even have a home. We're not even like, are we in our forever home? Are we not? Like we're, we're still limbo. Yeah. And it's hard to know. Like, so then what do you do? What do I do with this desire to create home? And what does it look like? And I just, I just had the best week last week because none of those things mattered. None of the things I would get, the details I would get hung up on. It really was a matter of just opening my life up and providing a place where people could come and providing the meal that I love, I love to do and, and just freeing myself up to be really present in the moment and listen and care that that's what it was. That was the extent of it. It didn't matter that I didn't have a big enough spot and it didn't matter that I can't even find half my dishes or my service wear or all the matching linens. Like, I don't even know where those things yeah. are. In store. Uh, who even knows? Yeah. <laughs> I might never see them again is how I feel right now. <laughs> but all of those things that have completely been what I fixated on mm-hmm. before are, are just so ridiculous at this point. <laughs> I mean, I- you didn't even make all the desserts. <laughs> I bought them. You guys. Well, okay. <laughs> that she bought some of them. Let's be clear. Well, the pies. I, I the, bought pies. All the pies. Yeah. But let's just clarify that conversation for a minute because I am proud of you for buying the pies. But you're like, yeah. I am not making the desserts. I'm only making three kinds of cookies, two kinds of brownies. <laughs> like you listed <laughs> off like six things that you were making. I was like, Katie, you're still making dessert. You're just not making all the desserts. Okay. But see, I classify it as what's on the dessert table. Those other things, those were like on the coffee bar and on the appetizer table. Yeah. And those were like morning cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Those were totally different. But on the actual like dessert table, I didn't make anything. And yes. normally, I mean, I, I, I'm i a baker. I bake. Yes, yes. And so that should have been hard for no, me. And I was like, proud of you. I yeah, was of I, you. I was really surprised that with the correct posture of my heart, all of those things were like, it's like I have never seen them. I've never seen through them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just have gotten hung up. And so this year just shook it all out. Like none of those things matter in the slightest. It's my heart. It's my home. It's it's what I'm saying. Come in. You're welcome here. That's what matters. It's not really all those little fussy details. However, I do love those things. And I think I think because I love them and they're not meant to be more than just like an overflow and like my own creativity and overflow that those things will pepper back in but the it's my heart that really that really mattered and so it just was it was such a special week of like setting the stage holding people close and then letting them go and I just felt such beautiful purpose in it like I just felt like oh my gosh this is what I'm made to do and not just me specifically, but all of us mm. are are made to to love people and let them go and give them like a soft place to land while we have them, but not try to keep them or not try to tell them how to go or, you know, mm. but like just really release them. Yeah, it just it was just so freeing and beautiful. And I just I wanted Aww. to just share about it. Well, and I was so struck by 
like just from the outside looking in how calm you were going into all of it because you know I'm looking at that going like you're you were having like 25 to 30 people it was like okay there we go it was like a big to do like so much food so many things and I was kind of like frantic and hurried last week just trying to work and then trying to figure out the food and you know all the stuff and I wasn't even hosting I was just taking some things and you had started the week before you had created your plan I'm so proud of you and you like (laughs) you followed your plan and you got everything done so that the day before Thanksgiving you were already completely done with your preparation which just like blew my mind <laughs> like yeah. to do that and you because you had all that work done you were totally able to focus on Jack getting home and being present with him and not worrying about all of that stuff you just looked joyful and mm-hmm. home through that whole process and it was striking Oh, that's nice to hear that. I mean, that's how it felt. I, and I've never, like, this isn't typical. This is not typical of me or at all, but really something broke through in this. And I think it's literally, we shook up our life and we, we followed the Lord on what seemed like craziness to a lot of people. And we just did it. And I think I think there was a fork in the road and like we leaned into faith and because of that, there was a, there was blessing in that the things that normally tie me up or I'm fixated on, or I'm worried about those things were just so secondary. And I really was able to have clarity about what needed to be done, simplify the menu by about a hundred fold of what I would normally do. And and just get it done in a way that was like very systematic without yeah. overthinking or, and really, um, I hosted a lot of people here and my, I did it all in the garage. We have a, um, a heated separate structure garage. Now that garage before we got here, I mean, it had boxes and boxes and a Corvette and like just stuff. It was filled yeah. to the brim with stuff and we emptied it. And we cleaned it. We we did that all as a family. And then we had some vision. Like, you know what? This is a fantastic space that could, like, it's heated. So we could do stuff in here in the winter. Yeah, and that's then we, amazing. It, it's, it, but that's not necessarily, I didn't seek that out. It just sure. was like, I think God just brought vision at the right time. And we just happened to have had Thanksgivings in garages in the past in Washington with my family who just kept growing and growing and growing. And suddenly there's like 40 of us and we can't all fit anywhere. And so my, my, um, my sister and my brother-in-law opened up their garage. We brought in tables, he brought in heaters and we made it work. So like I had that mindset and it was just interesting to see how all of that past, all of that experience, the catering experience I've had, like, Oh, that came into play. I knew how to stage it and do it. And all of that came into play for the people here, like the local Midwest family that I haven't connected with in a long time. And they've gone their separate ways suddenly they had a place to land suddenly they yeah. all gathered they all came from all corners of the midwest yeah. to our garage and it was just it was so much fun it was just so much fun and i kind of feel like i'm on mission like i learned a lot mm-hmm. of tough stuff good growth lessons from a very close knit family in the pacific northwest for a purpose it's not so that we just keep getting um, happier and fatter out there. It's like <laughs> so some of the, some of that feeling here yeah. and it just, it just gave me such a different spin on all of it. And it just felt, it just felt really exciting to be in the right place at the right time with a purpose beyond me and one that kind of hurt. And that's how I feel like I know it's of the Lord. <laughs> like yeah. It kind of hurt, but it's, it was just good. Yeah. Well, and so many people who came who were like, this is our new thing. This is what we're doing now. First inaugural. That's, yes. That's what everybody kept saying. It was like, absolutely. And we had some random people, like just a nurse that is doing a um, travel time in our city right now who didn't, mm. you know, she couldn't make it back to her family. She came. We had a rogue anesthesiologist who's got... <laughs> 
three week stint here. She came like, it was really fun. Like it really yeah. didn't matter who it was. It just mattered that they had somewhere to, to join in. And I, I just, it was so fun. Okay, ladies, it is finally been time for us to dig into the holiday shopping, which I know can feel really overwhelming. But this year, I I think I'm done with my holiday shopping. And a lot of that is due to uncommon goods. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, or your best friends, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. And one of the things that I am the most excited about that I have coming for my girls, you guys, is a storybook DIY kit. Now, I noticed that after I started peeking at these on Uncommon Goods, I started to get a lot of Instagram ads with them, and then I was sold completely because there are these cute little scenes that you create that actually fit on a bookshelf as though they were a book, but they actually light up and they have all of these little pieces in them that you put together. So it's kind of like a wooden puzzle that you create, and then it's like a display piece, and I think my girls would think this was so much fun, not only to do with me, but then to have in their room as like a little light they can turn on at night in their bookshelf. It is so cute. I can't wait to see their faces when they open it. And there are so many unique gifts like this. Literally for everyone on your list, there is something interesting that you could find to be able to get them. And it's something that they wouldn't have expected, but it's going to hit them right with the things that they love most. And I love it when you shop with Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. And they're often made in small batches too, so you're going to want to shop now before they sell out for the holiday season on all of the cool things that you're finding. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. They even have virtual classes where you can get the kit for the thing that you're making and take a class to know what to do with it. And every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash live well. That's uncommongoods.com slash live well for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Ladies, we're going to quickly hear from another one of our sponsors, and that is Truvaga. I mean, I don't know about you, but this season and really all of life can feel pretty overwhelming. And Truvaga has the answer to be able to help you conquer stress and achieve blissful sleep. Say goodbye to sleepless nights and hello to a refreshed, rejuvenated you with Truvaga. So what is Truvaga? Well, it's a handheld device that you use for just a couple of minutes every day, and it stimulates your vagus nerve, which is a major component of the parasympathetic nervous system, which plays a crucial role in regulating various bodily functions, including your heart rate, digestion, stress, inflammation, and your mood. The vagus nerve stimulation involves delivering gentle energy pulses to the vagus nerve to balance the nervous system branches, leading to a wide range of wellness benefits by altering both sympathetic and parasympathetic activities. It's so simple, and just doing it for a couple of minutes every day can really take the edge off life and help you to just bring everything down a notch so you are better able to handle all of those everyday stresses that are coming at you and get on with your life. So help yourself out. This would be a great gift to ask for this season to just be able to deal with all of your stressors all year long and be able to get that better, more restful sleep that you need in order to be doing all the things that we know you need to be doing. Check out Truvaga or send the link to your loved ones today. Go to Truvaga.com and use the code LWA for $15 off at checkout. Again, that's Truvaga, T-R-U-V-A-G-A, Dot com and use the code LWA to get $15 off at checkout. Well, and for me, I, you know, am looking at this Thanksgiving. It was like, okay, this is my second to last Thanksgiving with Roman. Roman kept kind of like saying that. And I was like, well, it's not, I mean, it's not forever. Like, I'm sure I will have another Thanksgiving with you. But I was going like, actually, though, when he goes off to college, if he goes to the East Coast, which he's considering, I'm not going to be able to afford to get him back. Like he he will be gone. I, I don't know at what point I'll be able to afford to get him back. I'm going like, I hope he can come home for Christmas. But 
with you being closer over there, mm-hmm. it was like, I bet that we could get him to Indiana. Like, yes. I may not be able to get him to Washington, <laughs> but I could get him to Indiana. Yes. So it was yes. like this feeling of like, okay, like, it's going to be okay. Like, look at what Katie has going on there. And even though I know he will miss me, I'm going to tell myself he will miss me. I think he oh, would wow. still feel like so filled up getting to come to your Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that will be that first year I will have the girls. But then the next year again, I wouldn't have the girls. I was like, well, I think I need to make my way to Indiana yes. for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and it's like, you've just, you've made it so appealing and beautiful. And I just, it was, even though I wasn't there, it was just something to behold like you could just see how like after all of these months of you guys being there it felt like and even with all of the like everything that's up in the air like you said it felt like this was the like oh okay we've done it we've made it it was like beautiful to watch oh well I love feeling like I'm in place for for whomever or whatever and my work here I've been, I've been focusing a lot about that. The work of my hands, um, Proverbs 31, it talks about, she delights in the work of her hands. And that connects with something Ben and I've been studying in chemistry. The, um, element boron, bor, B-O-R is the Hebrew word for cleanliness or clean. Mm. And, um, so anytime in the Bible where it talks about the work of our hands, it's that root bore. And I've just been really thinking about that, that like the work of my hands, certainly, or I, and I mean this generally, the work of our hands, it needs to be in our home primarily, even if we work outside the home or, um, or whatever we do, the home is a, is a mission field. The home is important. And the work of our home needs to be done with clean hands, clean heart, like pure, like from a posture and a perspective that's clean. And I just have been thinking about what does that mean? What does that mean for me to have um, sort of washed my hands of all that I had before and all the ways I had thought about my home before to embrace like really the pure essence of just knowing and loving people Mm -hmm. and whoever God brings, whoever God brings to my home. Well, those are the people that I need to be loving right now. And sometimes it's my very own people. And sometimes my very own people leave but it's whoever is here. And that it just, it just gives such a different perspective on it. And, and the preparation, like you don't even know who you're preparing for. It really could be, you know, people that you don't expect or people that you dearly love or, or random people Mm -hmm. or old family that you haven't seen in a long time that haven't had a Thanksgiving meal since 2011. That was the story for some of my, one of my uncles and, like it just, it was just really neat to, to have the work of my hands since I've been here, even though this was a very, I mean, just to be transparent, this was a really difficult move. This was really hard. And this was, it was easy to grow weary. I could have very easily grown weary and I could have very easily grown resentful um, because it was hard, but instead, like I kept feeling just that purpose and yeah choosing to just trust choosing to have faith and not need clarity not cultivating contentment just and really when I say cultivating I mean willing it into existence like I am choosing consent right now even though nothing in my life is is seeming to point that way I'm choosing to to do it and then there was fruit of that this last week that I could just feel and partake in myself like it was delightful. And so I just really wanted that to be an encouragement that like, do not grow weary and focus on the work of your hands, whatever it is, and do not grow weary and continuing to put that effort in because it will, it will be a harvest and, you know, in God's timing, it will produce something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying, just kind of coming back to that whole perspective of like filling them up. I I love 
that idea of because it's so easy to get into that place of like especially with our kids obviously like well you're coming back I I want you back I don't want you to go like I to but I think we've talked a lot on this show about like preparing them to fly like yeah. no I want you to go I as much as I will miss you and it will break my heart to have you go I don't want to clip your wings for yeah. my sake of keeping you here I want you to go and experience everything in your life that you can possibly experience and go after everything that you can possibly go after. And whatever that looks like, I just want to launch you as well as I can and then keep feeding that into you because the world is hard out there and you're going to get knocked around. And that's something that, you know, we can protect them to a certain extent when they're still home. I feel like Roman is maybe gotten literally and figuratively knocked around a little bit more than other people, yeah. sadly. But he knows that here, this is the, the safe space. This is the sanctuary. This is the place he can always come back to and get his feet back under him and then go back out and get yes. back up again. Yes. And he he keeps doing that. And that's like what I feel like for all my kids, because like I had my girls for Thanksgiving, but then they had to go for the weekend. And it's like, even though our Thanksgiving wasn't quite as picturesque as yours, but it was it's still that feeling like we were so glad like they didn't have to go for their midweek visit. They just got to be home. And so we had this stretch of time and it was like we got to just feel like, oh, we get to fill up into this and we're going to paint nails and we're going to finish decorating the tree and we're going to make the treats that you like to make. And we're going to take advantage of this time so you feel all the way filled up so you can go and conquer the things that you have to do outside of this home. Exactly. And then when you come back, we'll we'll do it again. (laughs) Like I feel like not just on the holidays, but I'm constantly in that cycle because I'm constantly having to send my kids out and then getting them back and they've got to re-regulate and then like get get back together and then go back out again. And it's a hard, hard process, but I wouldn't be doing us any good if it was just like, you know, like not taking advantage of it or not, yeah. not knowing they were going to have to go back out again. Like yeah. sort of denying that fact. It's like, yeah. no, that that is our reality. So we have to keep filling back up again to to go back out, you know, and constantly looking like if you can just get through this, then you can have a break. And, you know, just just always reminding them it, the state you're in isn't going to last. And I have to tell myself that, too, a lot. It's not going to last you're going to get a break. Something's going to change. You know, something's going to, you'll get the downtime or whatever it is. And those things are important and things that are as simple as like, I think we mentioned on the last episode, Emerson has been really focused on all the food of the fall and the Thanksgiving and going into Christmas. Like that's going to fill her bucket. And that's going to make her feel taken care of. So then she can go back out and deal with those things. And where we might look at painting nails or whatever as being frivolous, those are things that are making my kids feel seen and cared for and known and taken care of and enjoyed. And I'm not just ushering them off every second they're with me. I mean, we all have plenty of time that we don't just like all spend together, but I mean, even Roman over the weekend, it would have been so easy for him to just go game all the time with his friends. But he wanted time with me, too. Now, granted, we were in the middle of the movie when he looked over at me and was like, so Ben just texted. (laughs) All right, we'll finish the movie tomorrow. (laughs) I'm not going to come back and do this at midnight, but whatever. But, But still, he then the next day he's like, can we finish our movie? Like he wanted the time together too. And like, he knows that's our thing and that's what we do. And we talk about it and, and we go to a whole nother place with it. You know, like most kids, it was funny because we watched Goodwill Hunting and As Good As It Gets in one weekend. And then we realized that both those movies came out 
in the same year and they both had contenders for Oscars and each movie won Oscars. So it was like Matt Damon was up against Jack Nicholson for best actor and Jack Nicholson won. And Greg Kinnear was up against Robin Williams and Robin Williams won. And so it was like, we were talking about all those things and we got to nerd out over the Oscars and the awards and the writing and, you know, like, Because he loves that and I love that and we got to sharing that together and that's not fun for everybody, but it was for us. And so it was just like, it's such a simple thing, but that like really fills his tank to go back into another crazy week of school and and all of that. So ladies, we're going to hear from one last sponsor on this episode of the podcast and it is one of my absolute favorites. You hear me talk about them all the time, and that is Caraway. You guys, they have expanded their line to include so many clean items for your kitchen that there is literally a gift for any adult in your life. For instance, when Roman goes off to college in a couple of years, I will totally be buying him the food storage set because it's clean and I can know that whatever he's putting in there and storing in his little mini fridge, I can feel good about. My grandma would love their whistling tea kettle. I think that my parents would love their stainless steel cookware line. There are so many different things. In fact, if I if I buy myself a little something this year, it'll be some of their knives because they've got a whole knife set now as well and ours are are not doing great. So I would love to receive those even if it's from me. And you can be the favorite person in your family this year by gifting Caraway. You guys know that I have loved Caraway for years. I have their Dutch oven and their saute pan. I love that they look beautiful in my kitchen because they're a color that works for me. I have the cream and they're also completely nonstick because of their ceramic coating and they're chemical free. There's none of those toxic materials, those forever chemicals that you have to worry about putting into your food. No, no, not with Caraway. They have taken all of the worry out of your cooking for you so you can just cook easily, be able to clean up easily and not worry about anything. I love Caraway's products because they're so well thought out, they're so beautiful, and they're taking care of your family. They are loved by over 50,000 people who have left five-star reviews for Caraway and I am one of them because I love their cookware. So the holidays are closer than ever, you guys. Make sure you order by December 15th to get a gift for your loved ones or for yourself underneath the tree in time because you really just cannot go wrong with Caraway. Visit carawayhome.com slash LWA, all in capital, to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for my listeners and won't last long. So visit carawayhome.com slash LWA to get new kitchenware before the holidays. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. I love, I love that your example is so nichified for you too, because- (laughs) Like that's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, know your person, listen well enough to know the people that are next to you and invest and find like, I I have found that like those things I become interested if I really give it my, my best shot to listen, like people are so interesting and people always love to talk about themselves. And so it's so easy to just ask questions and get to know somebody if you're just, you know asking questions and further questions. And I've just, I really loved all the people that just crazy groups of people that came together last week in in one home. And it was so fun to just learn all about their lives and, yeah, you know, the struggles that they're up against or the people really seem to open up. Now it might've been the espresso martinis too, but <laughs> people really opened up and it was fun. It was just fun to just, to get to know that. And when you said that um, Emmy especially has those food favorites. Mm-hmm. I just feel like bless their heart when it's food. Like that yeah. is okay. You will feel loved if I make this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I will make this. It's so simple. When a lot of it feels like deep emotional work or deep um, listening or late night listening. Like if it's yeah. just as simple as I make this and you feel like you were known. <laughs> yeah. Last night she came up to me and she said, so do you think that we could make a schedule where one night a week, each of us make dinner? And I was like, hold on, what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes. Um, where is this coming from? And I'm not sure that your siblings are on board, but you are. And I said, like, where is this coming from? She was like, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I was like, but but what made you think of it? She goes, I don't know. I think I like to cook. And I, I want to learn how to cook more stuff because honest to goodness, last Thursday, I was still cooking in the morning, trying to pull everything together so we could get out the door. And I was trying to make the green bean casserole and I was frazzled and it was a day. And she looked at me, she came down into the kitchen and I, she could see I was coming apart at the seams. And she goes, do you want me to cut the green beans? And that had literally been the thing like I kept looking at those green beans all morning as I was getting distracted with other things going like cutting those green beans is going to be the death of me. Like that's oh, going to be the thing at you sends me over the edge. And then she came in and she was like, do you want me to cut those for you? And I was oh. like, that would save my life right now. Yes. <laughs> and so when she asked me that last night and was like, I just, I want to learn how to cook. I was like, I don't know if I really want to like set up a schedule to deal with your siblings on this. Cause I don't think, you know, like Roman will step up and do it if I need him to, but he's not like, can you set aside a night for me to make dinner every week? You know, and yeah. Ellie's not quite old enough yet, but Emerson is like, she can definitely at least start helping like in legitimate ways. And so I was like, well, how about every Thursday you help me make dinner? Because that's, the night we don't have anything else going on. So we have, you know, enough time. It's not like we're frazzled. And, and she was like, yeah, that would be great. I would love to. I was like, well, okay. You know? And so it's so nice when they tell you like, this is what I need and want to do. But, and you know, it's the same with Ellie and we've talked about this. She's like, I want to watch every cheesy movie this Christmas and snuggle with you on the couch. And that is what is going to like fill me, you know? And, so I just, I Aww. love being able to take advantage of all those, all those, those moments. Things. Yeah. 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 And I think last year at Thanksgiving, I spent a large amount of Thanksgiving and decorating our tree for after Thanksgiving feeling sad. Cause I was like, this mm. is it. This is my last Thanksgiving yeah. back. This is my last Jack's here to decorate the tree. I feel like I wasted so much time feeling all of the dread and now being a year later, like I just could shake my shoulders last year and say, oh my gosh, like it gets better. It gets better. Stop yeah. dreading it. It gets better. And um, it's, I mean, it's hard and it yeah. definitely is emotional, but it's right. And you have yeah. the grace for it when you need it because it's time and to, yeah. to, to dread it and tank on the day of, or just feeling those feelings, those feelings are real and you're experiencing like the sweetness of an end but that doesn't mean it's over and it it really does get better and I can say that from the other side that like I just I absolutely love this stage of life launching kids it's yeah it's a privilege I think they're so fun and it's it's just so cool to get to be the one that they um that they're vulnerable with and that they can lean into for support like that is a role that gets muddled when they live with you because you're also the one who has to keep them on task. And, you know, there's just all these other jobs, but now my job is really simple. I just get to be like support and loving and facilitating for those short times that I do get to have them. Yeah. And when Jack got home, it was really funny. I was like, so how long did it take before your siblings were annoying? And he's like, uh, about three hours and it's like, yeah. <laughs> that was a really fun three hours wasn't it <laughs> like, oh, everything was tiny and like you were really cute with them and they were really cute and then all of a sudden that was over and it's yeah. like oh gosh stop you're annoying <laughs> yeah oh that is so funny I love that I love um, that it's like the honesty of it and that's something we were talking about before we even started recording like this age. And I think because of the way we have established relationship with our kids, it's like, I think they can be honest with us about Mm -hmm. things because we've shown them we're not going to like condemn them or be like, like, you watched what? Or you listened to what? Or you said what? Or, you know, we're more like, okay, well, that's a choice or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Like, but 
Or, you know, there was a whole thing where Roman and I yesterday were having to change a battery in his car and words were said by me. And he was like, mother, we're in public. And I was like, we are not in public. We are in front of our house. There is no one around. <laughs> like, hush up. And then he said something a while later. I was like, Roman, we're in public. Like, I love that we can joke with them and like see each other for who we are and like them starting to evolve into adults. Like, that is so much fun. Or even he said something the other day because I was like, please just can you just wait to have kids until I get all mine out of the house? And he was <laughs> like, well, how long? How old is Ellie? It's going to be like nine or 10 years until she's out. And I was like, yeah, that's a good timing for you to like launch your career and whatever. Like, give me a little time to just like enjoy my life. And before I've got to like be there as a grandparent. And he was like, what do you mean be there as a grandparent? I was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to have to move wherever you're living. And he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he goes, I love you, but I don't want you randomly showing up at my door being like, surprise, I'm here. I was like, I wouldn't do that. And he goes, I think my wife and I are going to pull a Scott and Katie Oh, we're gonna live across the country and so all of your visits will be planned oh <laughs> Roman, you are ridiculous so cute yeah oh. but it was like it was all in good fun it wasn't like I was taking offense to like yeah you don't want me around and you won't want me involved with your kids it's like we can kind of poke fun at each yeah. other and yeah. And know that like, yeah, I love you, but I don't, you know, he doesn't want me around all the time when he's living his life. And I don't want to do that to him. Like, I want him to live his life and have his family and raise them the way that he wants to raise them. And I just want to be supportive of him. And so I I love seeing like, even at this stage, how that's developing. And like, yeah. it just looks like only good things for, you know, what the future will be as he becomes a full-blown adult and all of that. Yes. yes. And we get to like, because, because of the, the choices during these years to cultivate relationship and really choose to, to, to be there and love on our kids. And like those relationships later will pay off from that. Like it's, yeah. it's such a good investment of time to be doing that hard work yeah. now and, and you've really done that through a lot of hardship, you know, and that you're your kid's safe place, which is what it's supposed to be. And yeah, that will, that will pay off. That will absolutely pay off in your future, even though it's painful now. Yeah. Cause that little one, she's the one who's supposed to take care of me when I'm old. So yeah. I've got to keep the one too. I think I mean, so she too. She will be. Yeah. Yeah. She's got all the makings of it. Although it sounds like Emmy might be a cook. So I don't know. You might have to like. Yeah it out but <laughs> yeah there have been some surprising things from both of them as they've been coming into like these preteen ages that I've been like huh I didn't expect that from you I thought that would be the other one so they both are kind of throwing me for a loop a little bit yeah. lately but but it's still really fun to like just get to be witness to who they're becoming yeah well and you see like you're saying with your girls I'm thinking about how how they've been fighting lately and like yeah. how siblings. and it was so it's been interesting to have Jack come back and like before he left there was so much tension between him and Ben mm. and they're they've always been close but they were just at each other and I think it was maybe I've shared it on here before but yeah, it was maybe. like this inability to express the emotion that they were sad mm -hmm. that the other yeah. one was leaving and so they just got like I don't mean <laughs> like yeah just, on each other and it made those last weeks of having Jack like I just was like you guys are gonna have regrets like why yeah. are you doing this don't do this you love each other you don't want to you don't want to be doing this but it was yeah. just how they handled it yeah. but seeing them now this time like mm. oh could bring tears to my eyes like it's just so good it's so good and Jack when 
I talked to him before he came home. He's like, mom, I just cannot wait to spend some time with Ben. Like I miss him. I can't wait to tell him about stuff. You know, Ben's terrible on the phone. I can't even talk to him. (laughs) I I can't wait to be face to face with him. Tell him. It was just so like filled my heart up. Yeah. All these years when like you have those doubts, like, are my kids actually going to like each other when they're older? Like, they will. They They have shared history together that you can't put a price tag on. Yeah. Yeah. And my girls, they have, they have been going at each other lately and (laughs) I find myself, this is so stupid, but okay. You know, I mean, we're a movie or we're a family who quotes movies a lot, but Mm -hmm. so in father of the bride part two, you know, Frank. Frank. Okay. I don't know how familiar you are with that movie, but I've seen it probably no less than a hundred times. And so when they're headed to the hospital and they pull up next to the thugs and he's like talking to them and he says to everybody in the car, just nobody look at them. He says, just leave us alone. So every time the girls have been fighting, I I do the whole speech. (laughs) I'm known in our family for doing that whole speech oh my gosh every time the girls have started fighting lately I've been like just nobody look at each other just leave each other alone (laughs) we don't want to be victims of a drive-by shooting lock your doors just stop in their tracks and they're like you're so weird I'm like I know but if that's what it takes for you two to stop picking on each other worth it (laughs) I will become frog every time you touch each other I love it I love it oh Oh my gosh that's so good so there's a little glimpse into our life lately yeah there's a good takeaway yeah (laughs) just find a great movie to quote do it well it'll throw your kids off yeah make them laugh yeah pop the bubble of like seriously easy irritation with each other yeah and I've had to do that a lot lately. Oh. Because it's either like I'm going to escalate and I'm going to get mad or I can get ridiculous. And so yeah. I've been trying to lean more into the ridiculous. Just like get more ridiculous. That's yeah. a good And right now, like there's a there's a prime song that you can use. You just throw that on the Echo Dot what or in the car. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't even know the song. What? Uh-uh. From the 50s? I uh-uh. want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only uh-uh. a hippopotamus will do. It's no. Ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I will send you also a reel Please. from uh, the Daily Tay, I think is her name. And she did this whole reel, like, like pretending she was back in the 50s creating this song like in the boardroom oh my gosh it was so funny but it's this stupid song and it's like it's the it's like a little girl singing it who sounds like ethel merman so she's got like a ton of vibrato and it's this stupid song and like the girls were kind of annoyed in the car this morning and what do you know i want a hippopotamus for christmas comes on spotify and i just start singing it like ethel merman they can't help themselves like yeah they're gonna have I love to it word. yeah oh that's so good can you include that like in the show notes I will I will oh that's sure. so good that's they're not gonna have much else in them but we will include one hippopotamus for Christmas <laughs> and that says a lot yes <laughs> this episode was more of an experience than it was about yes. following links yes yeah yes but to to get back to like anything of of um value substance, yes, <laughs> my big takeaway from all of this from from March when we realized we were moving to November, where I feel like it all kind of crystallized. Like I said, there's a mission. Like choose, choose that this is my purpose. Whatever this is, wherever you're standing, whatever your life has led you to, whatever people are around, like this is my purpose. There is such freedom in owning that and not Mm -hmm. thinking like, okay, this has to get right so that I have some purpose here or so that I like, no, this is it. This is it. And choosing to just see it that way and value it that way, even if it's 
awful. It can become better by the posture of your heart, just shifting to, okay, this is purposeful and Mm -hmm. I need to own it and, and move forward. Like it's purposeful. Like that, that is just a truth that I'm going to take with me for the rest for the rest of my life. But certainly the, the last six months have, have led me to that. And I just think it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's solid. I I agree. It is solid and it's worth something. So yeah. that's, that's really good. Thank you yeah. for taking the helm on this episode and bringing so much goodness. Well, I bring the ridiculous, you bring the practical and good. Yes, thank you for the song that's easily accessible on my my echoes. And I will be yes. I will be choosing that. I will be turning to that in a moment yeah. of need. <laughs> I feel like you might need to Marco Polo me when you listen to it for the first time because I really would like to see your reaction. Done. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back soon for our episode about our reading and everything from this year. And then a New Year's episode is going to be here before we know it. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. It's wild. But I'm I'm like, I, I would like to get to the end of one of these years where I'm not just like, ah, ready to kick 2023 to the curb. <laughs> I feel like we've yeah. been saying that for a number of years now. But um, yeah. It it does. It feels good to be like, okay, we're going to wind this down and start something fresh. Yes. Yes, for sure. All right. We'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, ladies, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you were entertained. I hope that you got something out of it as far as your purpose in the lives of your people and being able to fill them up over this holiday season and hopefully fill yourself up too. If you want links to anything we talked about, which is pretty much just I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, then you can find those links in today's show notes by swiping up in whatever app you are listening to the show on or going over to mckenziecoppa.com and clicking on podcast. Of course, we also have links to our sponsors and we so appreciate when you shop through those sponsor links. It helps the sponsors to know that their sponsorship is working, which is really helpful for keeping the air on the show. And also, if you want to use any of our other affiliate links to do any of your Christmas shopping, we would so appreciate it. You can find a lot of those links in my Instagram bio over at Mackenzie Coppa on Instagram. Just click on the link in bio and it will give you all the links there. You can also do all of your Amazon shopping by just going to mckenziecoppa.com slash Amazon. Any shopping that you do through that link gives us a little bit of a commission, but doesn't cost you a dime extra. And I so, so appreciate when you do your shopping through that link. It makes a really big difference. All right. Until next week, when I will be back with Star Hansen talking about some organizational things for this Christmas, I hope that you have a wonderful week and go be bold and gracious. Yes.